just waiting for something to start up here. Give me a moment. Well, having some technical difficulties here. I apologize for the technical difficulty I'm having. Let me try something new. Okay. Well, so far that's a minute wasted. I apologize. Good morning, everyone. Welcome. Welcome. For some reason, my music is not launching. And by the way, I spent the last hour trying to download a particular song that was really great for, for today. But it's not working. Let me try this one more time. Let me try... Well, I guess we're going to go without any music, without any intro or anything. I usually like to play music at the top end as people come into the room. Plus, it gives me a minute to, uh, to get my thoughts together. But I have the spinning wheel of death coming in. Hey, listen, everyone. Uh... Last night, if you did not catch the show, uh, I rarely, really like to, I rarely watch my shows after I do them, but I caught so much more from that interview yesterday. Uh, Stan Dale was, uh, was an amazing guest. Oh, Teresa, you're up early. Thank you for joining. I hope not to disappoint. So I... <laughs> I had so much to talk about last night, and I always do, so I don't know exactly where this is going to go, but I must admit, uh, my brain just was overloaded with the amount of stuff that, uh, that we've been discussing, and I came up with that clever title uh, earlier this week, White Hats in Control of the Destruction of America. A uh, little bit of tongue-in-cheek, of course, uh, but I also came up with a, another title this morning, which I put in the description, uh, Aliens at the Border and Aliens and the New World Order. And I think they really go hand-in-hand. Hand. Now, I want to just preface the conversation with, I hope there's a plan to save America. I really do. And there's a lot of evidence to suggest 
that there is a plan to save America. There's some facts that are undeniable, and the disclosure that's coming out right now is undeniable. Uh, there's stuff that is happening. And then when you listen to, you know, guys like uh, like Derek Johnson, who has all the executive orders and he lays out the military plan and stuff like that, but yet, you know, you talk to people in the military and they're like, uh, no, <laughs> no, <laughs> uh, that's not happening. And it makes me wonder about, you know, for instance, Derek Johnson's claim. And I met Derek Johnson. He's a, he's a nice guy. Uh, he truly believes in what he's saying. That's my impression after talking to him. Uh, and guys like SG Anon uh, are worth mentioning because, you know, they're kind of all on the same thing. But why haven't we seen arrests yet? Why is the border so porous? There's no recovering from the amount of people that are coming across the border, folks. There's no recovering. Um, the America, if you're of the same vintage as I am, I'm in my 50s or older, uh, you remember a very different America, uh, and it's an America I love. You know, I really, really do love America. Although I'm not living in America right now, I've always known America is my home. And every time I've crossed the border, and it was, it's been frequent over the years, you know, I've always worked with American companies and did their business for them here in Canada. Um, and so I would go to the United States several times a year, uh, a lot of the time for business. And as soon as I crossed that border, I felt a sense of home. I felt that sense of patriotism. I love America. But at the same time, you know, on the Right On Radio program, we study what happens in the spiritual, and I believe that the politics follow uh, what is happening. It's a parallel of what is happening in the spiritual. And we know that the Luciferian system has two sides to it. It has a dark side, think child sacrifice, think really evil stuff. And then they have a light side, and th think of that as the Pharisees of the Bible, you know, the upholders of the law whom Jesus abhorred. Uh, they were the true enemy of God. And, you know, they stand for righteousness and everything else, uh, but it's false. So when we take into consideration these things, uh, Teresa, God bless you. Thank you so much for that. Uh, I really do appreciate the gifts and I appreciate the likes, you know, um, to get basically doing these lives, I need to get about uh, 20, I think it's $24 worth of gifts in a month to put me up into the top 20. Um you know, it, it's not a lot, but I, I never really get there. I usually end up with about 7 or $8 in gifts. So, you know, if you enjoy these lives and you can drop in a gift, it does really help. Um, and it's not me saying that for the money. It's me just saying it gets the broadcast out there. And uh, you can go onto Pod, Podbean's uh, 
own documentation and, and find that stuff. But when we look at the dark side and the light side, you know, the dark side could be the, uh, the Bush Cheney years, the Obama years, that's certainly dark side. And then you wonder if Trump is working on the light side. And, you know, I, I know that, and I've played it, uh, you know, uh, Kim Clement, known as one of the greatest prophets of our time. Uh, but, you know, now that we've been looking at the new apostolic reformation and the false doctrine that they carry, and uh, you wonder, was Kim Clement one of these NAR prophets? <laughs> and by the way, the NAR prophets, it's my opinion that... Uh, because everything they say sounds kind of like the same the people who channel from <laughs> from these uh, ascended masters, uh, fallen angels. Uh, you know, where are they getting their wisdom from? But nonetheless, uh, you know, Kim Clement did predict that Trump would be uh, in office. He predicted that Trump would have two terms. He predicted the uh, Supreme Court stuff, he, and he even predicted that what I call the two presidents uh, prophecy that at some time there would be two presidents, and it kind of looks like we have that now. There's a lot of stuff that Kim Clement prophesied that is, you know, extraordinary. But when you when you consider the possibility if he was working on the light side of the system, which I consider the NAR to be. It's a false Christianity. I can say that confidently because they have a false doctrine. But when you think of that, and, you know, if they're hearing, you know, from fallen angels or entities, and, you know, the predictions have been pretty amazing, but what if this whole plan was the plan of the light side? Look, I, I don't want to be a bummer here, but we have to be prepared. Listen, if, if Trump gets back in and all is glorious and we're on a gold standard and debts are erased and we live in peaceful harmony, wow. Yeah, okay. But if you're only counting on that, and excuse my language, but shit hits the fan, um, you should be prepared. You know, there's so many people out there counting on Nasara, Jasara, because of fake truthers. And I'm gonna just I'm just gonna call it out. <laughs> They're fake, folks. A lot of these people are paid. They're paid well. I can say that with confidence. And you know, when you have false hope, you don't fight. If America is going to survive, we need to fight. 
And, you know, when Trump was in office, uh, many of his policies were great. And, you know, there's even realistic explanations for the whole warp speed and stuff like that, which we know was evil. But, you know, maybe, uh, you know, his plan, because they changed the formula or whatever, because they didn't launch it till after Trump was out of office. I'm talking about the clot shot. You know, there's a lot of stuff there, but Trump did something, was it yesterday or the day before, that really made my head spin and makes you wonder. You know, Ron DeSantis uh, announced this week, and Trump, uh, you know, did what he does. He did a hit video on DeSantis, and the main premise of the hit video he did on DeSantis was Florida had the third most deaths of any state during the COVID pandemic. Okay, that sounds interesting. But Florida was open. Florida did all that stuff. And by the way, I'm not a DeSantis supporter in this. I think DeSantis has made a terrible miscalculation. And uh, that's a mistake. But here's what Trump did wrong. Trump attacked DeSantis because he didn't lock down his state. He didn't lock down and close down businesses and stuff like that. This is Trump's hit video on DeSantis. What a terrible miscalculation. Yes, it's typical political spin. And some gullible people, oh, yeah, well, he had the third most... Um, are you missing the point? <laughs> Trump was the one who locked down, so maybe he felt it was right. We know it was wrong. That's right, and I just saw in the chat here that Florida has a huge senior population who this targeted. Exactly my point. Trump has made a huge miscalculation with his hit job there. And, you know, in a conversation earlier this week, you know, and, and from hopeful people, and I'm not trying to steal your hope, folks. I'm not. In fact, uh, my hope is in Jesus. And if this stuff all goes to crap, well, that means Jesus is right about how the world ends. <laughs> and that means he's coming, and it's good. So if we lose, we win. And uh, if we win and America is good uh, for a few years, we win there too, but Jesus will still come eventually. So there, I'm not trying to steal the hope from you. But if you listened to the show last night, it was so revealing. And there, there's so much to unpack. In fact, put in the chat. Uh, I know some of you who are here, watched, or listened to that show, put in some of your most interesting points because there's so much more I can comment on with these things. Uh, there's so much more. Uh, and by the way, uh, Stephen on uh, Twitter was asking if I had asked Doug about Flat Earth, and I did off-air, and I'll possibly even bring that up today. But white hats in control 
of the destruction of America. Aliens at the border, aliens in the new world order. How do those all fit in? Well, let me just give you a rough scenario. And again, um, we hope for the best, but we have to plan for the worst. The amount of immigrants that have come across the border is, has done irreversible damage. Like it, it's millions and millions and millions. And as I said on the show previously, why do they keep saying military aged men uh, on the news? Well, because they're probably military. That's why they're saying it. They're just not giving you disclosure. It's you know, oftentimes the media, it's not what they say, it's what they don't say. And why Why are they saying military-aged men? Why? Come on. So think about it this way. Uh, so that hopeful person that I was speaking with earlier this week had mentioned, you know, she, she could not lose sight. And I remember this from a uh, Trump rally, Trump speech. He said, when he gets back into office, Things will change overnight. And, you know, many of the people in this patriot community are saying, oh, well, that's when all the arrests will happen. He'll have power. You know, everything will be solidified. That's when it's done. Well, there weren't arrests in his first term, and he had full control. The Senate, Congress, and the presidency had full control. Well, but he didn't have the judges in place. Okay, whatever. We can make lots of excuses, but it didn't happen. So let me run this scenario by you. What happened the first time that Trump was elected? Well, we immediately saw the riots start. And then, you know, they started burning down cities and stuff like that. So what if... Trump gets elected and everything changes overnight. That's actually when America starts to burn because all these aliens are activated. I'm talking the illegal aliens coming into the United States. What if that's when they are activated? That's go time, burn time. And you know, when you listen to people like a, like a Wano Savin or some of these guys, what they, they've changed their tune from America was going to be saved. Um, if you go back to, you know, a near death experience was the transition. And now they're saying, you know, we'll probably lose about 15, 20 major cities. And so it'll go to individual states and it won't be the United States of America. <laughs> They're basically saying that. They're not saying it won't be the United States of America, but that's what they're saying. So what if things changed overnight when he becomes president? And we know if you have millions and millions of people who have access to arms because they're in the United States, get activated, uh, and our Oath Keepers have done nothing so far, and it's probably too late. By the way, the uh, uh, president or founder of Oath Keepers, I just read, was uh, 
sentenced to 18 years in prison for his role in January 6th. These are real. People are saying there's no one going to jail. Well, that's not true, folks. <laughs> People are saying there's no one actually coming across the border. That's not true, folks. Um, just like there's people dying of the shots, there's all these other bad things are happening too. Your your water is being poisoned by all these train derailments. Your air is being poisoned. Your food is being poisoned. All these chemicals you bring into your house to clean your house and stuff like that are poisons. All this stuff is true. And if the white hats are in control, why are all these things happening? Do they want to kill people? Are they part of the depopulation agenda? Well, if they're on the light side of the system, they are. Don't forget, I've quoted the uh, Alice Bailey plan, which is the United Nations uh, religion, essentially, theosophy, which is New Age, which really is Q. <laughs> Folks, I, I wish I could see it differently, but when you do a critical analysis of what's happening, so Trump gets elected. And, they, and that's if they allow him to get elected, because <laughs> there is no vote. And 2020 hasn't been fixed. None of the candidates other than Trump are even talking about 2020. Uh, no one in Congress is talking about it. The machines are still there, <laughs> folks. But let's say they want Trump to get in because he's the savior of the country and he has given you hope all this time. There's hope. Hope is on its way. <laughs> but then they start to burn the cities, and you have absolute chaos. Essentially a civil war. Americans will defend their home. And unfortunately, Americans have been in a defensive posture. Uh, you don't win wars playing defense. You have to play offense. And I'm not calling for violence because I'm, I'm a Christian and I really searched out the Bible. We discussed this last Friday and I don't feel that uh, that God would have me do it. But <laughs> people who don't know God, <laughs> you got a green flag, I guess. Um, <laughs> look, these things are complicated, but when America falls or, or Babylon, and there's a pretty good case to be made that America is Babylon. <laughs> um, if America falls, the world falls. And so let's say Trump gets elected, going back to this scenario, all chaos breaks loose. You have Americans defending their properties in the streets and stuff like that, uh, because when push comes to shove, Americans will step up. And there's no doubt in my mind, Americans will step up. But that just adds to more chaos. And then, you know, there's so many patriots saying we need to have, uh, you know, military lockdowns. <laughs> Can you believe patriots are calling for that? <laughs> just think about it. Just think about it. Patriots are calling, we need the military lockdowns. You fools. 
By the way, I've exposed Rick Joyner, and I'm going to go back into that with Poker Face. There's some more evidence that's come out that's incredible. But Rick Joyner, uh, the head NAR prophet, getting the tie-ins here, um, he has been calling for military lockdowns. Military is the only way, remember? So you have absolute chaos, and there's chaos around the world, make no mistake. Then comes the peace solution. The fake alien invasion. Fallen angels. Before you destroy your world, we are here to help you. We have the knowledge. We have the technology. There will be no more pollution in your world. You'll have free energy. Mass abundance. We are here to save you. Say the fallen angels. Dressed as angels of light, ascended masters, whatever you want to call them. But in order for this to happen, we need to get things done. And that's why we need to appoint a one person as the head communicator with us. That person should have a council of, let's say, <laughs> <laughs> 10 regions, or sorry, 10 heads, and we'll divide the world into seven regions. <laughs> Can you see where this is going, folks? To get rid of the bad people and the lawlessness, we will all go on to this very safe and secure blockchain technology which we have given you years ago and you started to adapt it you put the things in place we will use the blockchain and your money will be secure no government will be able to touch it you'll be able to transfer without fees to anyone around the world you'll be able to shop without pulling out a card in fact, you can just go into a store and then walk out of the store with whatever you have. You don't have to scan anything. It'll just go on to your account. And by the way, for going on to this new blockchain system, you're going to get your version of Nasara Jasara. Your debts are wiped away. We've The evil banks have fallen. Everyone will have provision because this world has enough abundance for everybody. There's no need. We have AI to do the jobs for you now. You don't need to go and dig ditches. We have robots for that.
And because we've been watching the Earth for so many years, we've had this stuff all manufactured and put into place. By the way, they do have a lot of this stuff manufactured and put into place. Med beds, it's a real thing. But, you know, to uh, med beds, we only accept this uh, current technology for payment. <laughs> you want, unless you want to die. <laughs> uh, grocery stores, we only take this certain type of payment. Oh, let me read this uh, interesting comment. God has said to Satan, God has said Satan has tried to move before his appointed time and not the end. Remember the heart of the Father is souls. Uh, listen, the heart of the Father is souls. Um, how do you know, and I'm not going to name your name on here, but uh, I, I saw you put that in the chat last night as well. Uh, where has God said to Satan that he has, uh, Satan's moved preemptively? To me, and, and I've said this on the air before, I think Satan has been rushing the agenda. And God is in control of timing. That is for sure. God is in control. Nothing will happen until God says it can. But why wouldn't God want to... Uh, to return as the triumphant hero, savior of the universe, and establish his perfect kingdom on earth. Why wouldn't he want to do that? Um, maybe God has all the souls he wants. <laughs> How do we know? So to say something like God has said, and I'm not picking on you, but... Um, we don't know that he said that unless you heard it through some prophet, but you know, that's just another prophet. Oh boy. All right. So in some other news, <laughs> did you catch Putin's speech? <laughs> He's annihilating the West. And, and by the way, that is a sign that them white hats are in control. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm not saying that there isn't signs that there isn't hope. Because there is. We always have hope. And yeah, I, I stated last week, I, you know, I, as much as I want Jesus to come back, I because that's going to be incredible. There's going to be nothing better. And when it comes, there's no looking back and there will be no regrets. There's, you know, all that. But at the same time, you know, I uh, I didn't serve God the first half of my life, and I'd like more years to uh, to to serve God in this fleshly form because I think it has to do with what you're going to do for eternity, you know. And I messed up for a lot of years, folks. I'm still messing up, as you guys are. Hey, Rocky Raccoon, great to see you, man. Um, American people have been rooted to ide ideology. Oh, yeah. Well, the world has been. Uh, another comment, it really hurts to have them watching our beautiful, destroy our beautiful world, and it is a beautiful world. 
Now, it's all about power and money. These things are all true. So last night, uh, just so much interesting stuff on the broadcast and, you know, the free energy explained how it works. He explained how flying saucers worked. <laughs> it was incredible. Um, he gave his theory on the grays and all that stuff, and I, I kind of buy into it. it. It made sense to me. I don't know if it's true, but uh, those things all made sense to me. Um, all right, let me tackle Flat Earth for a second. <laughs> Stephen, I hope you're listening, because whenever I talk about Flat Earth, I have hundreds of people who come after me, <laughs> okay? <laughs> You, you know what? David Nino Rodriguez, who's really become a good friend of mine, um, I, I really like the guy I, on a personal level. I really like him. And uh, he is so smart because he just doesn't take an opinion on it. So he gets people who don't like Flat Earth and he gets people who like Flat Earth and he grows his audience. <laughs> I just can't go along with it. Um and I know a lot of really smart people and some friends of mine who I respect who are really all in on the flat earth. Uh, I did ask Doug, my guest from, uh, or Stan yesterday, from yesterday. Um, flat earth is described in the Bible. Uh, no, it's not. <laughs> I've looked up those 200 plus scriptures. Uh, and people who, you, flat earthers who use that, take those scriptures out of context. Uh, okay, uh, listen. At the end of the day, here's my point. It doesn't matter. And and I'm open to be proven wrong. Um, I'm just not that interested. I'm just not that interested. So Stan, um, here's the here's the point I wanted to make. Uh, so first of all, it doesn't it doesn't matter to me if the Earth is flat, the Earth is round. Who cares? Um, I believe it's round. You might believe it's flat. We can still be friends. Um, one of the things that uh, the flat Earthers say often is that you can't the the, the, the calculation for the curvature of the Earth. The flaw in that is you're using NASA's data. And NASA has been, they're proven liars. We know that. They're proven liars, so why would we use their math? And look, I don't know if the sun is 93 million miles away. I don't know. I'd like to see the formula, how they calculated it. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I've never double-checked the math. Um, that'd be interesting to do, but... NASA does lie about things, but there's certain things I don't think they're lying about. And I've looked through giant telescopes, folks. I, I really have. I've been to an observatory, um, you know, and I've even, you know, had hobby telescopes as a kid and, uh, and as an adolescent and looked up into the stars and the sky and Everything I see up there is round. So, 
and, and I'm going to get to a point with this. The thing is, so if everything in space is round, why wouldn't we be round? But flat earthers will say, well, we are round, but it's a disk. Okay, so everything in space is a disk and it's just on the perfect angle so we don't see, you know, the, 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 the flat part. It just, it just doesn't make sense. And, and by the way, when I look up and I see the moon, and then I see that, you know, the moon is a sliver because you see the round shape of the earth uh, on it. If, if the moon and the sun are both just orbiting around a flat earth, how does that happen? I'm just wondering. But here's my point. Astrology and things like that are very much used in the occult. And, you know, when, when I was listening to Stan Deo yesterday and he was talking about the solar flares and stuff like that, and then I know how much, you know, the, the alignment of the stars and the thin veil and all this stuff matters so much to the occult and to the fallen angels, that we know that man pays attention to it because it dictates when they do their rituals and all that stuff. So... You know, maybe they can be trusted on some of this stuff because they are looking at it for their own selfish purposes and publicate and publishing it for their own satanic purposes. It's just interesting to think about, right? Um, but at the end of the day, if the earth is flat or if it's round, the cross is still the cross. And whether you're a believer or not, um, I am 100% convinced that that's the only thing that matters. At the end of the day, that's the only thing. And if, if you're not sure, um, I hate to say if I'm right and if you're wrong, but... I need to say it because it's a valid argument. If I'm right about my faith, which is in Jesus Christ who died on the cross for the remission of my sins and yours, if I'm right, I will be in eternity in paradise with him the entire, you know, for eternity. If I'm wrong, I become worm food. If someone isn't a believer and they think we just die and they're right and I'm wrong, okay, we just die. There's no extra consequence to me. But if I'm right and they're wrong, you don't become worm food. You go to a lake of fire for eternity. <clears throat> so having said that, it's worthwhile for you to investigate. If you are a seeker of truth, many people have been turned off by religion. Jesus hated religion. Religion is a bunch of hypocrites. It's of man. It's not of God. And I can see why people have been turned off of the concept. But these people don't represent God. 
and when you really seek him out, and, and here's how to do it. I'm going to make it easy for you. I, Boy, I could do a program. Discover Jesus in 30 minutes or less. <laughs> in 30 minutes or less, you could know the truth about all of eternity. <laughs> here's all you do. Say, I don't know you, Jesus, but I genuinely want to know if you're real. I really want to know. That way I can just make the decision. I can be done with this whole religion thing, or you can prove to me that you are a god. And don't, don't do it with it in your heart saying, I want him to not prove himself because he'll answer that. He knows your thoughts. But if you genuinely seek him out, he promises, knock and the door will be answered for every person. And, and by the way, it doesn't matter how bad of a person you are. It does not matter what you have done. You could have been one of these Luciferians who eats babies. <laughs> And you can still be saved. It's amazing. It's unlikely that you would do it, but you can still be saved. So just say, Jesus, I want, I want to know you if you're real. I want to know if you're real. And then go look at the Bible. And I always suggest just read the book of John. It's the first you know, it's one of the four Gospels. It's in the, the in the first four books of the New Testament. Easy to find, the book of John, the Gospel of John. And just say, Jesus, if this really is your word, help me to understand it. And I believe what you'll find, if you're doing this with a sincere heart, what you're going to find is you're going to find supernatural power. And the Bible is written that man cannot understand it. The most intelligent man in the world cannot understand the Bible. You cannot understand it without the Holy Spirit. You can't. You won't get it. You might get some of it, but you won't get it. But when his spirit comes upon you and you start reading the Bible, for me, um, and everyone's different, but I don't think my experience is uncommon. I feel literally like there's a rain from heaven coming upon me when I'm reading his word. And it's washing me. And, and it's just, it's, Sometimes it's overwhelming what I get from reading his word. His word comes alive. It's called the living word. It comes alive in your life. In you. You can feel it. It's tangible. So at the end of the day, whether we have chaos, the alien deception. And by the way, there's there's more than one deception coming. That's just one of them. I think it's the big one. 
But there's all kinds of deceptions coming. The whole world is a deception. Look at the deception in the church that I've been exposing throughout the programs. The deception in government. The deception in the truth or community. My pledge to you is that I will probably be wrong in the future as I have been in the past. Not often, by the way. Not often am I wrong. But my pledge to you is to always speak from my heart and to tell you what I believe is the truth as the way I see it. And right now, the truth is you can't trust the truth or community. Right now, the truth is you can't trust the government. Right now, the truth is it's, it's hard to trust your fellow man. But we need to. We need to. We need each other. And even biblically, we, we can't get the most out of God by ourselves. This isn't a solo sport. It's not just you and God against the world. We really do need to embrace each other. Um, but I would say that there, you have to be careful. Uh, you should get to know someone, get to know someone really well before you bring them into your inner circle. And, you know, one of my mentors, uh, a man named Tim, that I referred to often, he's the one who really started teaching me stewardship, and he walked with me, he mentored, he discipled me into the into the kingdom. Quite honestly, you know, my, my spiritual father was imperative in my life, my spiritual father, my spiritual mother, but... Uh, Tim probably did more to disciple me than anyone else in my life. And one of the things, he, he's such a wise man. Um, he was in a position where he was, you know, he would hire a lot of people uh, for important jobs, you know, uh, good paying jobs. And one of the things he would do, I'm saying this for a reason, is when someone put in an application and they're going to be put into some kind of a position of authority or something like that. Here's what he would do. And it was so clever. He would, uh, it'd be like a Saturday and he'd call, let's say the applicant's name is Joe. He'd call up that person on a Saturday. Hey Joe, I, uh, it's Tim. I got your application for the job. Um, is now a good time? That was a key point. Listen to this. This is so smart. Joe, is now a good time? Joe, oh yeah, because Joe wants the job. It's high paying, good position. And Joe would say, of course, yes, it's a great time. Yeah, I have time to talk. Perfect. And Tim would say, oh, but that's that's fantastic, Joe. I really, uh, you, you know, your uh, your application looks great, and I'm really uh, looking forward to this. And in, in fact, I'm... Uh, I'm right around the corner from your house. Do you mind if I just pop by and say hello? <laughs> because 
he wanted to see the inside of Joe's house. And he didn't care if Joe was rich or poor. He didn't care if Joe had a 72 Mazda in the driveway or a Cadillac. What he cared about was, can this man keep his house in order? And he knew he wouldn't hire some. If he walked into that house and it was chaos, if it was, if it wasn't, if it was, hey, listen, we can have, you know, a little bit of a mess. That's not a big deal, but it has, but we can have, we can be messy and still be clean. You know what I mean? Um, so he wasn't doing it as judgmental, but uh, he would also see, you know, how kids are, are, are kids under control? How's their relationship with his wife? All these things before he'd hire them for a job. And the reason I say this story to you is before we, we do need each other. We do need to trust some people in our lives. Well, you know what? Go check out someone's house. And that is one of the best ways you can figure out the character of someone. And listen, if someone lives unclean, if they uh, their house is not in order, it doesn't mean they're a bad person. But you have to remember, you know, some of these sayings are true. You are the, your, your network is your net worth. And that, that's just true, folks. It, um, proven over and over again. Look at the five closest people to you in your life and you're kind of the median. Uh, that's where you're going to fit in. Want more money in your life? Start hanging around with people with more money. <laughs> you know, um, these things are true. You want to be closer to God? You want to have a more a greater walk with God? Start walking with people who are closer to God and actually walk the walk and talk the talk. That's just true. Teresa, you're a saint. And by the way, I'm really praying you're feeling better. <laughs> I've been praying for you and Eve. Um, I don't do a, I haven't been doing a lot of posting. I've actually been trying to limit the amount of time I spend uh, looking at social media. I, I find it just hurtful these days. But uh, I have been praying for you and Eve, who were both sick at the same time and two very important people in my life. Uh, great to hear you're feeling better. Well, anyways, folks, uh, you know what? I'm going to be on here for maybe six, seven more minutes or whatever. I'll, I'll take a call in. Uh, if someone wants, if that, someone doesn't, or if you want to put something in a chat, if you have a question, I'll answer some questions, give some clarity at least on what my thoughts are. Um, other than that, I'll, uh, I'll end the show. So I'm just looking at the chat, and if you want, um, I'll just make sure. Yep, you can call in. Just hit the call in button, and uh, if you want to come in and discuss something, I'd be glad to have you. But I don't want to get into a debate about flat Earth. That's the only thing that's off the table. I don't want to debate flat Earth. <laughs> Please have mercy on me. <laughs> oh, you couldn't get Rumble to play this AM. Oh, that's odd. Um, yeah, go back and try. It, it should be up and running. In fact, let me... Uh, oh, Sloopski. All right, I've sent you the link. You should be able to click on it, and you'll be on the air momentarily. Connecting.
Slupski, welcome to Right On Radio. And good morning. Good morning to you. I just had to have a good share. You were talking about, you know, our faith in that. And I had an interesting faith experience this week. My son's puppy, who's not quite six months old, swallowed a treble hook while fishing. And the place in Kansas City was going to charge him $5,000 to do surgery. And he's like, nope, not doing that. I don't have that much money. So he brought him home amidst lots of prayers, lots of fun dog food and bread. The dog actually passed a treble hook that was pointed towards, should have caught everything on its way out, completely out of the dog. No injuries, no cuts, nicks, or pokes. Isn't that awesome? Wow! And I did a lot of praying. The Lord would just take care of this little puppy for my son's mental health. So, And on a side note, today is my birthday, and I'm joining a new decade. So, A new decade? So this is a big one. What are you doing to celebrate your birthday? Well, I'm working this morning, and uh, then my husband is hoping we're going to go out to eat tonight for supper, so we'll see. He's had a cold, so... Anyway, well, I love your programs. It was a very interesting program last night, and um, I will keep trying to watch it again. So I thank you for all, all that right. you do and share with us. Well, I'm going to do something I've never done before on air, and I'm going to do it right now and just for you. Well, Happy you. birthday to you. Happy birthday to you may god bless you this very day and your new decade happy birthday to you oh thank you jeff i appreciate that well i appreciate you and i i I know you've been following for a long time and uh man we've got such a great community and you are one of the greatest Well, we do have a great community and, you know, I just, like that guy said last night, you know, just a way for us believers that if we have to ditch out a dodge that, you know, we have ways that we can support each other. And so I'm looking You know what? Jesus says the time will be cut short. Um, I believe it will be cut short. I think... Honestly, and you know, I could be wrong. In fact, uh, by the way, a big announcement. Tim Cohen is coming back on the program on Tuesday, but we're not going to talk about the Charles thing. He blew my mind. So you have to understand, he's a Jew who's been saved, and he has a really different way of reading the scriptures than, than we do. And he reads, he was talking about the rapture, being in phases and us going into a transfigured body and stuff like that. And he thinks he, well, he says he gets it all from the Bible. So uh, I'm going to have him on to talk about the tribulation and the rapture. Uh, Just, I think at worst, it'll get us, you know, more curious about the scriptures. Um, So that's going to be an exciting show. And then, Thursday, my plan is to repurpose 
some content for you that I think will blow your mind. Uh, when I watched this particular thing, I, uh, I'll never read the Bible in the same way again, and it was fascinating. So, a couple big shows for you next week. Yay, that is going to be exciting. Now, the Tuesday, that will be on Podbean only? Nope, it'll be on all platforms. Okay. Oh, by the way, so, so yeah, there'll be Tuesday, all platforms. When I launch, like, at 7 p.m. On, uh, on Rumble, that's kind of the time that I always do it. Um, that will be, uh, Podbean always launches at the same time at 7 p.m. Now, I will be changing the schedule as we go into the summer. Um, and next Friday, I won't be doing one of these lives. So I might do one on Wednesday, uh, but I won't be able to next Friday. So a uh, little scheduling announcement. But I hope you will join on Sunday, everyone. And Shloopski, you've been listening to the show for a while. Would you like to do the closing of the show? I can with the right on radio, love your neighbor and, or would you like a prayer? Yeah. Okay. Well, dear heavenly father, we just come before you today as we go into this Memorial day weekend, just let us remember those leaders that have taught us and gleaned their knowledge into us. And we just ask that you would just allow our lives to be enriched and blessed by those that have went before that have shared this. We thank you for Jeff and his ministry. We look forward to that new um, EMT shield that he's going to come out with next week. Because we all need protection. We need our heavenly protection. And we just, um, we just thank you for all things, Father. And we just know that as we go and we support each other, that we will just be blessed together. And we thank you for that. In your precious name, amen. <laughs> Amen. And in the meantime, remember, love your God, love your family, love your neighbor as yourself, and make a difference in your community. See you on Sunday.